You know, they say the more you tell a story, the less embarrassing it becomes, but this isn't true in this case because it's still so embarrassing. <laughs> for some reason, for some unknown reason, I'm just going to tell it forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. So let's start here. Many moons ago, by that I mean exactly two weeks ago, I bent over to fix something in studio and I heard... And I quickly realized I ripped my favorite mom jeans, not a cheeky side or the other side, no, like smack in the middle of my scones. And what was my reaction? I looked my coworkers dead in the eye and went, I split my pants and nobody reacted. I just, and I know it's because they kind of expected it. What kind of person do I have to be for other people not to react when I split my pants? been 84 years. It's been a long time since I've recorded an episode of Got the Foreplay. Here I am. I'm Nadia Favorite. I'm your host and many things have happened. Number one, I'm back on the radio on 98.4 Capital FM and that's how I got this accent. You know what they say about the station is that you come in a regular person but as soon as you sit down in that chair all of a sudden you're like, uh, I can't do the accent. <laughs> I am on, uh, gingerly, I'm going to say, uh, 6 to 10 with Fareed, which has been like a cult wanting for a very long time uh, for us to co-host. And here we mother are living our truest. Number two, I moved into a new home. Can you tell from the echo? That is also the same sound uh, it makes when I do that into a very loose woman's vagina. A loose vagina. A woman's loose vagina, not a loose woman's vagina. I want to say loose and vagina for the rest of this episode because it's going to make me happy. Loose vagina, loose, loose vagina. Now, big question is, can I say loose vagina to any lyric and it would go melodically? Let's try Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You. Loose vagina, loose vagina, loose. <laughs> Dang! serenaded myself right there. I was just wondering, I was like, how did my pants drop? I made it happen myself with my own voice. Alrighty, so this is how this episode's gonna go. I'm gonna say a bunch of things about a bunch of people or corporations or situations, then I'll tell you whether or not I would date them based on those situations or those corporations or those people, because later on in the episode, I will be having Nick Ndetta on here, and we will be talking about dating, dating and racism, racism and dating, and all the things in between. So I thought, why not make it a theme all the way through? Man, I'm a smart child. Let's start here at number one. Keto bit me in the tit. Bada bang, bada bang bang. Nope, the first thing is not even about Sean Paul. I just wanted to say that. Let's start here with the Australian fires. It was declared. I don't know why I said it like that. Like it was like, welcome to Nickelodeon. This is uh, Figure It Out with Summer Sanders. That was such a good show has nothing okay let's go back to it australia declared a state of emergency in november 2019 fires rapidly spread all across the states to become some of the most devastating on record an area about the size of south korea roughly 25.5 million acres has burned 33 people died including at least three volunteer firefighters and more were missing at the time around 3,000 homes have been destroyed or damaged and this is the one that absolutely fucking ruins me is one billion animals died. One billion. What? 
Donald Trump gets acquitted. The impeachment of Donald Trump, the 45th president of the United States of America, occurred on December 18, 2019, when the Democrat-controlled House of Representatives approved articles of impeachment on charges of abuse of power and obstruction of Congress. Trump was acquitted by the Republican-controlled Senate on these two counts of impeachment on February 5th, 2020. So I see all good things happening around 2020 at this point. Ah, but here's actual good news, because Harvey Weinstein, the guilty verdict in Harvey Weinstein's sexual assault and rape cases being hailed uh, on the turning point of the Me Too movement, but his attorney says he never had a chance at a fair trial. And this is what uh, I had picked from an article written a couple of weeks ago, only for it to change, not rapidly, but because I work slow. Um, uh, he got 23 years in maximum security prison. So I, I mean, just a lot of breathing on my end in this episode, because like, what in the fuck is happening? I've told you about a bunch of really sad shit and devastating shit and then devastating shit that turned into uplifting shit, but nothing will be more shit than the fact that HBO is paying the Friends cast to come back for a reunion. This really hurts my feelings because it's not going to be good and we all know it. Not because they're old, because old can be sexy. I'm into a little bit of wrinkle. Actually, a lot of bit of wrinkle. Throw it in there. Throw in some bingo wings. You know, fuck your oxygen tank. I'm here for it. But when you haven't worked together and you had comedic genius before and, you know, so much time has elapsed. I'm so fearful that it's going to be ill-timed jokes, but maybe that's me being a pessimist, but we'll just wait and see. Sidebar, though, they did have a very wholesome picture that they posted on their Instagram of them reuniting, and it felt so good. And when you zoomed in, there's a bunch of Coke on the table, and it's like, mm, <laughs> how are we going to just evenly distribute blame when we all know it belongs to Matthew Perry? What? Who said that? That's so weird. I just, I didn't, it wasn't me. I didn't say this. Now, let's play a game. Ow, f*** my throat. A Miami woman wounded in a drive-by shooting was told she suffered a graze wound and sent home with a band-aid on her actual temple here. It's nuts. But later found out that she still had a bullet lodged in her head, according to reports. Shakina Jefferson, my homegirl Shakina, is living her f***ing life and she knows it. I cannot believe, I'm just picturing her being like, oh, f*** man, I have a cheeky bit of a headache and going in, they're like, nah, you're good, you're good. Here's your band-aid, no stitches. And then she just goes home and she's like, nah, something's definitely wrong and realizes full throttle has a f***ing bullet in her head. Now this is where the game comes in. Shakina, would I date Shakina? Woo-wee! I think she's fucking gangster for me because like full throttle right now I'm wearing a Save by the Bell t-shirts with stripy shorts that looks like I should be wearing a visor and retiring in Florida so Shakina you are what I aspire to date one sweet day we shall be together on to number two Amanda Bynes released a video with her fiance that she met in rehab court said her mom needs to give her the go-ahead a few weeks later they're no longer engaged and then a few weeks after that she's preggers with his baby would I date Amanda Bynes Oh, I don't want to date her for nostalgic reasons because that's also pedophilia because, you know, I only liked her when she was younger and I only liked her talent when she was younger. So this is a bad situation. Would I date her significant other? He looks like he's buffering. He's got a tattoo on his face and he's just super slow and I am not here for that. So pass. So far, it looks like I'm still f***ing single, so whoop to freaking do. YouTube star Natalia Taylor wanted to see if she could trick her followers into believing she went on a luxurious Bali vacation. Uh, Taylor and photographer, sorry. Whoa, look at that water. Look at that rain out there, dog. Oh, man, it looks like snow. I want to go look at it. Hold on. 
Man, that rain is thick with two C's. I may even try to date it. Look at it. Just kidding. It looks mentally stable, so it's not my time. <laughs> oh, telling truths in this episode, it seems. Where were we? Ah, yes. Rain makes corn. Corn makes whiskey. Whiskey makes my baby a little bit frisky. That's definitely not where we are, but I wanted to talk to you about Natalia Taylor, a YouTuber who wanted to see if she could trick her followers into believing she was on a luxurious Bali vacation. Taylor and her photographer, Ali, staged the entire photo shoot at an Ikea. They left cheeky bits of uh, Ikea receipts in some of the photos to see if Taylor's followers would catch on. They absolutely didn't because it was a piece of f***. Art, and I know you're used to me saying piece of shit, but no, this is straight up art. Like it looked like she was in Bali, having the time of her life, and I applaud her to creativity. Would I, uh, you know, scissor her in those bathtubs um, to keep to the game? No, and I, I don't really remember what her face looks like, but I do want to applaud her from afar. So Taylor, uh, Natalia Taylor, there you go. Plus, I cannot be with someone who has a name so similar to my sister's. It makes me dry haven. That's not a favorite pastime for me. Donald Trump Jr. went hunting. Now, the son of the U.S. President Donald Trump was one of the three people who applied for the 27 spots for non-resident hunters targeting grizzlies in a designated region of northwestern Alaska. To maintain this license, wait for the douche factor. To maintain this license, you have to pay $1,000 for a non-resident tag fee, buy a $160 non-resident hunting license, and continue to have a really small f***ing I cannot believe that. They're like, oh, look at these, you know, creatures that are endangered. Let me just get out of my f***ing truck and shoot it. Like, I want to know the train of thought. So long story short, would I date Donald Trump Jr.? <laughs> um, uh, that's, a, that's a hard fucking show. Also because, I don't know, there's something about his face that he's got that, like, Napoleon Dynamite feel, but, like, racist. So... You know, sidebar, the best line in that movie is like, can you bring me my chapstick? And he's like, no. And he's like, oh, but my lips hurt real bad. <laughs> oh, there's an Indian dude on the train uh, who decided that he's going to throw chicken wings at vegans. And I mean, like, there's so many things that I'm feeling about this situation because like as someone who used to be a meat eater back in the heyday, back when I was blind, back when I didn't see the light, um, uh, I know what chicken wings taste like and chicken wings are great so if an animal died why would you throw those damn chicken wings at people especially if they were extra hot i once went to this place that had uh, extra hot wings and they were called megan fox hot and true to that woman and her deliciousness my god were they hot jeez louise so would i strip this man who was on the train throwing chicken wings at strangers even though I'm vegan, I'm going to say 100%, I would f*** the shit out of this dude because that is so hilarious, unprecedented, and just random and unnecessary. Lastly, is it truly an episode of Cut the Foreplay if we don't talk about people from Florida? A guy in Florida was arrested last weekend for disorderly conduct after he went table to table at an IHOP at 3 a.m. offering to show people his junk. Then two hours after he got out of jail, he was arrested again for stealing two donuts. Only two musky 
me. And he tried to bribe the cops because he said, quote, all cops love donuts. Now, the second part I could do without, but the first part, you think I'm going to say that I'm not going to, you know, choose to be with this man. You are absolutely incorrect because even in this small, uh, uh, limited scenario, I can see that he cares about consent because he was offering. He didn't just show you his junk. He came up to you at 3 a.m. at an IHOP and he was like, would you like to see my penis? And then you'd say, no, you're fucking disgusting and you're missing teeth. And he'd be like, you know what, coach, I'm going to go. But if you said yes, he's like, there you go. Take it and go. So... I mean, let's, I'm not going to answer that question. Let's leave it up to fate and ambiguity. Maybe serendipity. He'll be, uh, <laughs> what's that hottie? He'll be Kate Beckinsale and I'll be uh, John Cusack running together. Junk still in our own pants. Okay, it's about that time where I stop talking to myself and I actually speak to another human being. Ha <laughs> ha! Nick, welcome back to the show. It is great to be back. It has been a minute. I don't know at this point how many episodes uh, you've been on. I don't even think I can count. Wow, a lot. But then there's been this really long break. There was a hiatus. Yeah. Indeed, indeed. Life you... happening and things. Life happened. Uh, we both grew up a little bit. Not out of the, the chapati phase, sadly. Oh, oh man. <laughs> That seems like such a long time ago that I can legit be like, oh, back in my 20s, I was crazy. Back in my 20s. It's, it's odd because it's like the past for you, but for a lot of us, it's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> well, you're welcome. Um, uh, this, this episode, I wanted to have you on here because I feel like you and I are quite cavalier. We take, we're aloof in our everyday life. Yeah. Like things, most of the, I think the bad things go over our head and we like to indulge in the more, you know. The sweeter things, the yeah. more laid back things. Uh, but there's something that's been weighing on me uh, more um, recently is that I've been encountering all these forms of subtle racism. Uh-huh. And I was thinking you and I need to sit down and have a deep chat about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think at first it started with like a few things back and forth, like with the, the outside of me, obviously, but the Justin Trudeau thing, you know, there, oh, yeah. wow. there were three instances where this man head to toe black faced it. And, uh, I wanted you to tell me what you thought about that, given that he's quite obviously, um, he's quite liberal and I think he's taken all the right steps beforehand, but clearly mm-hmm. in his past, for some reason, he didn't think that you know, white people existed in literature. He was always like, no, I want to go as this person. Like, exactly. And it's, it's kind of weird, though. I'm like, because I see him and I'm like, yo, this is, this is a, very, it's a very educated person. This person, who, someone who's been exposed to a lot of things as well, read. So, so for you to do something like, like putting on blackface, it's, it's not an accident sort of thing. It's, it's, I feel like even by the time you're painting halfway through. <laughs> you're like, something is wrong, dog. Something would be like, hmm, I don't know. Or someone around you would be like, yo, I wish what we want to go through with this. Maybe, maybe not. So, so I personally, whenever, whenever I see someone um, trying to defend like a time when they, they had blackface on, I'm like, no, I can't, I can't buy that you did it completely completely out of ignorance like there was a part of you that knew what you were doing so maybe you were just trying to not you maybe you thought it wasn't as offensive yeah but to a certain level in your mind you knew you knew something you knew was that off this, no? this is gonna make someone be like hey come on what are you trying to do i do agree it's it's kind of like when someone cheats on someone else and they go oh, i just you know it was a mistake and blah 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 but right? you didn't fall 
trip onto someone else's genitals. You you know, you thought this through, Justin. Exactly. You went to the store, you bought the fucking paint, mm-hmm. you came home, you did it. You thought about different ranges, like should it be really, really black, <laughs> black, or or you know, just like those rappers black. Come on. Um and, and this apparently the second time is that he had full blackface and then he went up on stage and performed wow. O'Day, which is like a, you know, obviously a Jamaican um tune. And I was like, that's double. That's doubling up on the silliness. Like all you had to do was probably just get like those fake rusted dreads with the with the hat, the Bob yes, Marley color hat. At least that. And just do that. People would excuse you for it. Also, sidebar: if you just if you want to sing a song with conviction, just do that. You don't have to look like the artist. You Ex- know. By the way, <laughs> come on, just you're taking this there. too seriously. Yo. And and the last one, I think the one that got me and annoyed me mostly is because it was factually incorrect. Was the Arabian Night one where he went mm. as Aladdin? Aha. Uh-huh. Like, Aladdin is an Arab. Like, why are you going full blackface on this? That doesn't even make any sense. It doesn't. Ugh. You think that we should have, we should be some kind of lenient because we're looking at the past with 2019 woke eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Right. How when, yeah. when a lot of people are like, uh, for instance, in 10 seasons of Friends, there were like a total of three black people, maybe one Indian person. And the only yeah. ethnicity that showed up um, or like diversity that showed up in every episode was Gunther because he was like Dutch or something, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, right. But at the time, it was woke because they had a lesbian on there and they da 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 yeah, they did, right? Yeah, but when you look at it now, you're like, what the fuck am I even watching? Like the the black thing never occurred to me until until someone told me and I was like, yo, actually think about it. How often did you ever see a black person on friends? And I was like I can actually name it for you. Aisha Tyler uh, comes on and she dates Joey in the ninth season. Do you oh, remember wow. that? And uh, Gabrielle Union. As well. Oh, she was on it. Yes, uh, Joey what? and Ross are fighting over her because she's moving into an apartment building and she's the hot girl. But that's just, I literally cannot think of anything else. Because I guess uh, that upscale New York area where they were at, black folks just weren't... Not even on the street. <laughs> they weren't on the street. They weren't outside Central Park. They, were, uh, they didn't live in that building. Ugh. Yeah, but so when you, when you watched it then, though, it felt like, oh, you know, there's some form of representation. And yeah. when you look at it now, you're like, mm, this is not where I want to be. So do you think we should judge people like that as individuals in reality? Like Justin Trudeau, mm-hmm. like back then it was relatively like... It was still like awful, but at the time, I think as a collective, we didn't understand how bad it truly yeah. was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess you can. It can. It can be looked at from um, like in eras during, say, sixties, seventies, eighties, a little bit of nineties. Back then, it wasn't. There wasn't that much um, awareness on it. Yeah. So, so perhaps that's why they, they got away with a lot of it. Yeah. Just, just the same way as you know they had. Um, like in, in the way in movies they would always have even till today um, if it's an Arab person they'll always be like um, terrorists and whatnot I'm pretty sure in 10 years from now in cinema especially given what um, what's his name the guy from from Bohemian Rhapsody Malik oh yeah Rami Malik Rami Malik yeah when he when he said that when he was offered a role in the new James Bond film and he was like well yeah, I was excited until I found out that I had to play this terrorist type of person. I don't want my people to be seen like that. So, yeah. ten um, ten years ago, there was a bunch of actors would be running to be cast in that role. Yeah, They'd be like yeah, I'll play the terrorist. That like the guy called Hector, guy who plays Hector in every single movie. Yeah, and and I feel like yeah, I guess given those times back then, that's how that um, they got away with that stuff. But yeah. 
the more information is coming out, the more exposure with the years. Yeah, it'll get to a time when you can't just throw in a token black guy who happens to be a rapper yeah. and happens to have style. No, man. There we go. I think that the, the, the time of like ethnic people playing the sassy friend is... Mm. Yeah, we, and you know what they say about sassy? Like it's just a, it's, it's a fancy white way of saying ghetto, which is... <laughs> this, I absolutely agree. Mm-hmm. I, absolutely, I think the time for, for people to be protagonists, uh, people that aren't... Um, you know, white folk to be protagonists yeah. is here, and that's amazing. And I feel like Netflix is doing a lot of that, which pleases yeah. me so much. Shout out to Netflix. For the first time in my entire life, like, mixed race representation is so real. Mm-hmm. And even mixed race representation within the LGBTQ plus community, it's like there's so yeah. much diversity the, the, there that I'm like, all right, cool. This is the thing here that's for happening. It. But if we, okay, let's, let's put Justin Trudeau aside. Mm-hmm. If we're doing 2019 uh, eyes for a 2019 situation, how do we feel about Gina Rodriguez? Uh-huh. So to, to catch you up, what happened is that she was being styled for something or the other. Mm-hmm. And uh, she took a video because she wanted to put it up on her Insta stories. Now she put it up on the public Insta story, not close friends. Mm-hmm. And it's her rapping along to a Fuji song. And she says the N word in it. Yeah. And uh, she laughs right after she says it. I don't know if that's because she's laughing because she's uncomfortable because she realized what she just did or she's laughing because she's like, I'm cool. And I'm, <laughs> I don't, I, I'm just trying to figure out her train of thought here. Maybe, maybe it was, maybe it was the former. Like yeah. she said it and then she was like, oh my God, I just, I just said that. And yeah, nervous type of laughter. Perhaps yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's what I want to give her. I do remember though, my brother and I used to have um, this debate years ago about like if you're if you're Latino, yo, you you technically can say the N word because I mean you're not white. You're not white. Yeah, like because because it was very it was it was a very we're in the struggle together. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, oh, yeah. black people. Um, brown people were, were, were all in the same were all viewed the same way by yeah. white people is we're not white we're not as dope or superior as yeah, they yeah. are as they claim so because I, I, I feel like I feel like I, I've heard a Cypress Hill song and uh, Cypress Hill uh, the lead singer the lead rapper yeah. and Be Real is he's Latino and I'm I'm pretty certain he says the n-word a so lot. does uh, um, a Fat Joe Fat Joe. Lean back. It's yeah. in the, the chorus, Yo, you know? Yeah. Exactly. So I don't, there's, there's kind of like, a, I, I feel like there's, an, there's a pass that Americans give to, to, to Latinos, that, like when it comes to the N-word. Yeah. I think it's just, if you're white, don't say it. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. There was this movie. Um, what was it? Rush Hour. Okay. And I know this was for movie purposes. Okay. But there was a scene in the first rush hour. Jackie Chan is in. Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker walk into, walk into a bar. Chris Tucker's character is like to a black bartender. Okay. Uh, barkeep. And it's like, yo, what up, my nigga? And Jackie Chan is like, what's up, my nigga? My nigga. I'm saying that. that. I was like, hmm, okay, so, so Asians can't, but. Latinos can. Maybe it's about pigment then. I don't know. Yeah, like, the, the I don't lighter you know. are, 
Start staying away from that. But I okay. I so know. so so what she does after um, that she posts the video. Obviously, she freaks out and realizes my career is gonna plummet. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she posts uh, this apology that is so half-assed that I was like, you may as well have stuck to the role of being an asshole rather than this petty uh-huh. shit, you know. So essentially, she says, uh, "I'm sorry if what I said offended you." It's kind of like when you're in a relationship with someone and they mm-hmm. fuck up and they're like, "Oh, I'm sorry if your feelings are hurt." They're not sorry for what they did. Exactly. And uh, yeah. my take on it is a little bit different in the sense that I go for me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And uh, I don't think I have the right to say the N-word. And mm-hmm. I feel like if anything, I should be extra careful because I, I'm aware of what a struggle looks like. Okay, so if yeah. I, if I felt, let me take a step back and figure out why I felt like it was okay for me to say this and, mm-hmm. and like have an actual apology. Not just this like, basipole. Mm, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And you know, I guess given, given how... Uh, her apology and I mean it's clear that this is this is something she does like okay in closed doors yes when she's bumping in man she's on that NWA yeah and just going hard with the with the n-word so so I'm like okay clearly this is this is something that you are aware of and why do if if you're gonna post something on social media especially mm-hmm. on Instagram record it first I'm just always for recording oh, first. Oh, she did it and just like, boom, that was it. Because it wouldn't make sense. Like, I'm yeah. sh- if, if, if she wasn't the type of person to say that, the N-word. Yeah. And then she, let's say, recording it like, yo, oh, that's cool. Let me play it back. Oh, I said the N-word. That's cool. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Let's post this. Okay. Like, there's so many steps before steps. you get to here. I'm about to share something with you, world. That, yeah, yeah, that yeah, gives yeah, you yeah. the opportunity to stop and think like even as basic as it is i i admire people who before they post a selfie they'll take like 50 of them yeah and and sift through it because exactly. it shows thought you yeah. have to think about things before you put them out there especially nowadays since it's so easy yeah, to agree. put out information and it's also so easy to get miscon- misconstrued Amen. because of because of how you put something across so Take time. Think about shit before you do it. So to 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 back you on that. So the, the internet, of course, uh, went full throttle and looked up her history. And ah, there's <laughs> a photo. Yeah, no worse. There's a video of her. Like I don't know. It's a strange. I think I don't know if it's a, a skit or something. But it's mm. her telling her boyfriend, who happens to be black, to run laps because she's training him. Uh-huh. And then she says the N word in it, and everyone was like, "Oh, so I see. This is your regular. Mm, so this what? Is your thing. My understanding." Understanding is that she took the video, she thought it was, you know, mad street cred and wanted to post it just for her friends. Mm-hmm. For real. She was aware that she said it and, you know, she wanted it to be out there, but she posted it for everyone. And then a half ass apology after because she was like, Well, I'm still gonna do it later, but for my close friends. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yo. The way we're back and forthing with this, where we're ping-ponging, being like, yeah, but did she mean it like that? At the same time, like, think it through, bitch. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Is something similar that I went through this year. Uh-huh. And which is why, a big part of why I wanted to bring this topic up is that I was dating this guy. By dating, I mean gingerly going out on a few dates, and then I was like, dog, I gotta back the f*** off. Ooh. So essentially how it went is that he was a white dude. He still is. He, he's not That's, dead. Okay. <laughs> Just to be clear. Just to be clear. Uh, but <laughs> I, I, like, I saw the subtle racism seeping into the conversation. But I gather, and this is me being obviously quite um, 
uh, naive. Mm -hmm. I gather that if you are dating me, of all people, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? A bag of mixedness right. that you would be down with that kind of, uh, you know, existence. Mm -hmm. But so I saw it seeping in all the time. And I'll give you examples. For instance, and you can tell me whether this was normal or not. All right. Is the, the f we were in the car driving and then uh, he was like, oh, uh, he was new to the country. So he's like, oh, tell me about your life. And I explained things to him and he's like, oh, so you're semi-famous. And I'd go, Meh. like a D-list, you know? And uh, so he's like, oh, send me like an article that's about you so I can show it to my my mom and I was like all right and he goes I'd love to date girls that piss off my parents and uh, I was like what <laughs> yeah that's what he said and I was like oh I, and I was like does he mean because I'm not a banker or does he mean because very clearly I have an Arab afro like where mm -hmm. are we coming from and when we were dinner with all of my friends and uh, so of course I'd caught on to this this thing that he has and so uh, two of my friends had come um, from Zanzibar, from, mm. from vacation, and they're both ethnic, uh, like caramelly skin tones, okay? And then I said to uh, one of my friends, I was like, oh, you got a tan, it looks great. And this guy was ready, like five, four, three, two, <laughs> just ready to shout out. He's like, oh, why? Was he like my skin tone before? Oh. And I was like, yo, you are here to police pigment change. So you're telling yes. me... <laughs> someone can't get a tan if they're not white like what? what is that and so when i voiced this to my my friends um there was such a divide like a few of them were like that's pretty like standard like i don't mm. think he's racist at all and then the other half were like nazi <laughs> Yeah, that is wow. That's like it's that's up there, it's in, up in, there. The, in that racism scale, right? So the the one that that really took the cup for me is that we were going home and he was dropping me off and I said, "Oh, I used to live in that gated community over there." And he turned to me with conviction and said, "Oh, they let brown people in there." Yo. Yeah. Yo. Yeah, that's the one. And I was like, I think if you were gonna make a joke about. I take humor very seriously. So first, it's already it's already disrespectful that you took the low-hanging fruit. You know what I mean? Respect me enough that you make, you know, some yeah. kind of like complex joke. And second, why did that just shoot out of your face like it was your first thought? Because like, he doesn't live there. Yeah, he's he... never lived there. How, like, how is that? How is it? Because so, cause clearly that sounds like the, the mo he sees things that are... Um, affluent looking very nice very posh very clean yeah and immediately his thinking would be this is where my people go yeah yeah these are for us and then you guys well i don't know what was he looking for like shacks mabati i have no some idea open sewers be like oh is that where your relatives <laughs> stay shall we stop and say hello it's also uh, that 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 uh, justin trudeau not factual racism because i'm like if anywhere outside of let's say where he lived um usually arabs are known for arab money so yeah. you're gonna come at me with stereotypes like give me the right ones you know what i mean by the way are you ready for the finale ah okay so he was off on vacation and he was sending me pictures of like what um you know the scenery was and i'm like oh looks fantastic and then he sent me a picture of him with a group of kids you know the shot that the the oh, white no. folk do when they come here no. <laughs> and then he his caption to that picture was uh oh i had a good day plus i saw some cute black kids so that's always a plus that's always a plus you know you could have just said some cute kids there were cute kids and it's fine. yeah <laughs> could have just even sent the photo no caption i would have been like mm, okay but that's fine yeah yeah so right? some cute black kids and that's always a like plug. they were pets 
Oh man. Okay, good. Because I think I think I've I've been back and forthing for a while in my mind and sitting with you for you being like your reactions are very reassuring to be like, okay, that's not normal. That dude is racist. Okay, cool. Yes. <laughs> Conclusion. Mm-mm-mm. And I'm sure I'm sure you've been through your your fair share. Yeah, I've fortunately I've uh, they've been they've been kind of subtle and also not not very extreme like one time when I was at the village market. Great place. Not not racist at all. Mm-hmm. This lady, however, was because um, we were like three guys, and we were sitting at the food court. She was all alone reading a book, and we were talking. So you no, know, we were kind of. I think we, were, we weren't loud, loud. We were just you know, <clears throat> teenagers having animated conversation. Yeah, I guess. And then, and then she turned and was like, "Will you boys be quiet?" And I'm like, "Okay, sorry, lady." And you know, we keep on talking. And then she turned and then she clicked, she clicks and she's like, this is a problem with you people. You can never shut up. So at that point, I told myself, you people, she meant kids. Kids. Because in my mind, I was like, we're teenagers and we're at a food court on a Saturday. We probably should be at home doing homework. And then this other kid, white kid, comes through and he sits opposite from her. So I can see him, Mm -hmm. but I'm seeing the back of this lady. And he's on the phone. So he's on the phone and he is loud. Like I could literally hear every single word this guy is saying. Yeah. So I'm like, oh shit, this lady is going to give this guy a verbal lashing. And the lady just, I remember, I remember seeing her put down the book and then she just turned. So now I'm seeing her profile and she kept on reading. And kid over there, who by the way looked much younger than we did. Uh-huh. Continues with his thing, he talks, he laughs, blah, 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 he walks off. And part of me was like, I wanted to tell her, why didn't you say something? And I, and I excused the village marketing because I said I was young and I figured that eh, it was probably because I was loud. But, but when I was, um, when I was in South Africa. Okay. So, and, and this is the thing because now this. Every I, story starts with South Africa when it's about racism. <laughs> right, because I'm like, um, I had... I'm born and raised in Kenya, so I'm used to seeing black people everywhere. Yeah, same. I don't feel weird being around. <clears throat> when I see a white person, I'll, sometimes I'll be like, oh, look, someone different, but it won't register. So when yeah. I landed in South Africa, the first person I see is a white guy, a cop. Yeah. And the first thing he asks me is, do you have drugs? Now, ordinarily... Do you have drugs? Yeah, ordinarily, ordinarily, you'd be like, yes. two, five, four... <laughs> I swear to you, I probably would have said, yeah, not that much, but, uh, you know, like I'd say something witty because I know a Kenyan cop will be like, even, even if he's like, ah, achanione, like he'll realize that you're bullshitting and then he'll yeah. let you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because of the seriousness with which this guy asks, Shit do you yourself. have drugs? I was like, okay, uh, no. And then he asked me, are you sure? <gasps> so I'm like, uh... In my mind, I'm like, oh, actually, you're right. Yes, the cocaine. I always forget, man, because, you know, cocaine sometimes. But I'm just, it's just like, why would you, if I told you that I don't have, and then you ask me if I'm sure, yeah. like, what's, what's really the answer you're hoping for me to also, give Also, way to just spot me in the middle of a crowd and racial profile me and then ask me these questions. Right, like, and this is literally, like... Got off the plane, passport control, so you're about to walk into, I guess now, the country. Yeah. 
he is he's literally one of the guys who you will have to walk past um as you and mm-hmm. you've passed through all those checks and everything yep, yep, has been yep. okay should be a okay but he was like yo do you have drugs again that as much as it mm, had me feeling some type of way i let it slide because i was like well it's south africa i've never been here i guess maybe that's how it is and the place where i was staying at i happened to live in an area that was only full of white people because yeah. i was i was in south africa for for filming i'd gone there to shoot something so well not shoot something like yeah, yeah. part of <laughs> yeah. a production that was being filmed so so my treatment was oh he's a foreigner let's make him feel as comfortable as possible one of the things was i was put up in a very swanky place mm-hmm. full of white people and the only i remember the only blacks in that area who weren't cleaners yeah were ministers because i remember a time i was told that the minister of finance lived down there and the minister of something else lived up there yeah so when i was walking around smoking a cigarette living life to me i'm just like i'm in a very safe place i am chilling but i was there for 3 weeks every day uh, a cop would stop me uh, and they would always ask the same question what are you doing here <sighs> have to remove my passport i'm like i'm a foreigner oh from where from kenya what are you doing here? i'm like i'm an actor oh so you're here to film hmm. and this is where you stay okay very good uh, let me go every single day every day different yeah. cops but i was just like yo because i'd see i'd see other blacks once in a while but i guess they stood out yeah because they were always next to a trash can cleaning sweeping in a uniform when it comes to to backtracking and being like was that racist was that not racist like mm-hmm. similar to the village market scenario that you painted uh only in hindsight after living in the burbs of canada for 10 years did i realize like mm-hmm. not everyone gets followed around a store Ah, and I didn't understand. Yes, Do you know what yes. I mean? Like when I was younger, I was like, "Oh, they're attentive because they think I have great purchasing power." <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, yeah. You know, like it was so over my head. And then later I was like, "Oh, 